You're listening to episode number 23 of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. This week, I'm bringing back a top five favorite interview of mine all about practicing gratitude with the amazing Allison Farrier. I cannot wait for you guys to tune in and listen and enjoy. Do not forget to screenshot it while you're listening and post on your Instagram story tagging at Fashion Your Passion podcast to let me know what you've learned from this episode. Enjoy. Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student pursuing her passion in hopes of inspiring others. Each week, I'll come on here with an inspiring guest or message to show you that you can pursue your passion at any age and how it can help you achieve your best life yet. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need. And all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. So, Ms. Farrier, just so my audience can get a good feel for who you are, just do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Um, so, a, a little about me. Um, um, I'm, a, uh, I'm a spiritual person in human form. I guess that's the way I'd first identify myself. And then we'll go through all like, the roles that I play. Yeah. But as you said, um, I am a teacher. I teach at Somers High School with uh, where Sammy goes. And um, I grew up in lower Westchester County and was um, raised Catholic um, and went to Catholic school. And some of that I'm questioning. And um, I grew up in lower Westchester County and was um, raised Catholic um, and went to Catholic school. And some of that I'm questioning now. Do I want to do the same path with my own kids? And then I went to Boston College and got my degree there in English. And I originally minored in education because I wasn't sure I wanted to teach. But then once I got into the business world and worked for a year in the city, I knew I really wanted to get back to teaching. (laughs) My degree in teaching and my um, teaching certificate in Massachusetts that I took all the New York State tests. And um, pretty much, yeah, almost like 20 years later now, or a little over 20, um, I'm at Somers. And um, we live in uh, the Connecticut area near Danbury. And we have three kids. My husband also teaches. He's at Newtown High School in Connecticut, social studies. And um, some of the greatest benefits, I think, beyond you know touching people's lives mm-hmm. here at school has been having that time at home with our family over yeah. the summers. Yeah. And now, three kids later, we have a son, Samuel, who's uh, 12. He's in sixth grade. Um, Lily is seven in second grade. And um, Emmeline, or we call her Emmy, our third <laughs> child is uh it's pre-k4 and we just registered yeah. her for kindergarten so That's we're in that exciting. you know yeah that age of um not babies and infants and changing yeah, diapers so it's now. like it's Look evolving yeah, yeah it's evolving and and that's when the like the yoga teacher stuff came in where i was right. like i had done yoga on and off with my pregnancies with them and i just more for the breathing and you know mm-hmm. f- being grounded and being present yeah. and remembering to breathe in those moments when you're stressed so that's what drew me to going to classes a lot on my own and then so last year my I joke it's my midlife crisis I said to my (laughs) husband can you handle one weekend a month where 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm out of the house yeah just that one weekend and I did it for the full year and now 
I'm teaching some classes after yeah. school free here at the high school, and I feel yeah. like it's added a new ele element to the, you know, the next 15 years that'll probably be until I retire kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah. So. so you are like my spiritual guru like you just <laughs> all the questions I like, come to you and it's honestly it's incredible and I'm just like I'm so inspired by it but today I really want to focus on gratitude and the impact of practicing gratitude and it's so funny because this morning I was listening to the school of greatness podcast that Lewis has and um Erwin McManus was talking and he you know Lewis had asked him about um you know for people who are sort of in that you know sort of depressive state or they're you know so they're they're going through all of the you know, all the things with anxiety, like what's one thing that you can tell them to start with? And mm -hmm. he literally said, like, find one thing you're grateful for to pull you out and give you that perspective. And I was that. like, that's so true. So what are some benefits that you have seen through your, you know, your journey and your practice? I love that and intro. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you have like <laughs> embraced gratitude because I do think it gives you perspective throughout the day, even on those days we would normally term bad days where things didn't quite go the way we expected or had hoped that you can still at the end of the day or, or beginning of the next day write down two or three things that have, you know, meaning to you or yeah. little moments that made you grateful. Yeah. And then it starts, you know, transforming the way you go through the day because you're like, I'm going to write that in my journal mm -hmm. later. It was this great little moment I had with Sammy or a different student or in this class or, you know, with my kids in the morning or the evening. Yeah, so, totally. um, yeah, I'll tell you a little, a little bit just I was thinking too of how I even started kind of doing my own gratitude yeah, thing. I give you a little it. of the journey. So, um, so I, I, well, I, I think early on in my marriage, I was work, I was, you know, it's shifting your whole priorities of how you live and you've got to get used to somebody else in the house with mm -hmm. you. And I was finding I would get, you know, angst filled if I had straightened an area or my husband came and, and, you know, was living life and mm -hmm. messing up the kitchen and cleaning up his yeah. own way. But I had to start thinking about how I could handle my anxieties and my stresses. So that that year and I had seen a therapist one other time in my early 20s when I had another relationship being broken up um, that was helpful but I don't think I was quite ready so I started seeing this therapist in the area and she was she had suggested um, you know write down either keep a journal which I had already done anyway more of a diary thing yeah. where I'd write my feelings but she said think about writing a gratitude journal um, you know, nightly, one or two things that you're grateful for. It could mm -hmm. be simple things like my feet work and I was able to go for a walk today yeah. and I have feet. Um, yeah. And so I started it then, but I don't think my heart was fully in and I was more focusing on, you know, now we got to start thinking about kids because we're married and settling into the marriage. Mm -hmm. I, but again, like little times throughout my life, there were reminders of gratitude and yes, keep a journal. Yes. At that time too, the Oprah show was still on and yeah. Oprah had talked about how she started keeping a gratitude journal and it had transformed her life to look for two or three things each night to write in the journal. Mm -hmm. So I actually, that year in, in school here at Somers High School, I taught a class called College Study Skills, and it was about skills for college and for life. Yeah. And I, I asked kids each day to write down two things they were grateful for mm -hmm. in, in their school notebook. Right. And a lot of them had said, you know, this is a nice way to just check in and find a little bit, pulse of, of happiness yes. throughout the day. Yes. So I tried it then, I dabbled in it, I didn't really stick with it as much as I would have liked to. And then more or less when I um, I started I started going to Al-Anon, which is a, like a 12-step program for people who have um, people in their lives who, who, who drink or you're mm -hmm. troubled a little by their drinking. Say probably almost almost to the day, like March, two, three years ago, March mm -hmm. 2016, um, where we were kind of going through another rough patch, my husband with some of that stuff, and I was going back to Al-Anon more and seeing a therapist. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I'm doing more with yoga just to feel centered and present with yes. me. And she she brought it back up. I'm like, all right, this is now eight times in yeah. my life over the last 15 yeah. years. People have talked about keeping a gratitude journal. So that very same um, month, I, all, I started a morning meditation mm-hmm. where I'd get up at 5.15, 5.30 before the kids were up. I'd yes. go down in the basement where no one even knew I was up and awake. I'd have my coffee and just spend five minutes breathing or listening to a, an app called Simple Habit where yes. it's got a quick meditation. And then after that, I made it my routine to keep a journal down there just for that. And I'd write two or three things I was grateful for in that journal and then read a, a reading from some of the Al-Anon literature just about how to transform and you know yeah. make changes that are healthy yeah. in your own reactions to other people and events in your life. And that I just found that was like the best way to start my day. I found I woke up excited to write in the journal and go down and have my five minutes of peace and it's uh, even if I was anticipating a long busy day with a lot to grade or teaching a book I hadn't taught in a while and needing like just stressed about the events of the day it it just set me off on my way getting dressed and into the day and on my commute in a happier place Um, and so then I also we started uh, doing it as a family we don't do it nightly but when we have family dinners four or five times a week we pass the little a different gratitude journal we That's keep so on our dining cute. room table around and my even my my little one who's four and a half she says the same thing a lot she'll say yeah. I love my pink toy phone uh-huh. or I love flowers but it's she, a start it's, it's a, a start, start. Yeah. she's being she's thinking of being thoughtful about yeah. what she has that she that makes her happy in life yeah, and oh, that totally. you should you know take a moment to take stock of that so um I guess it's now transformed into something where I'm like, you know, hoping to pass it on to my own kids. But I just know each day in my own life it's created such a positive impact to come in and start off on the right foot. Even if I didn't sleep great, well, I have a bed to sleep in. I have a warm house with heat. I have, um, you know, it's raining outside. I have a a roof over my head. All the basic things we really need, a heart, our lungs, Mm -hmm. a body that functions, they all are there. And it keeps it it in perspective. Totally. Yeah, that's how I really started out. Because I started out just doing, like, because I didn't even know what I was getting into either. But I knew it had come up so much in my life. Like, you know, same with you, that I was like, I just have to do something about it. Um, And I started, and I just, like, I did the little things, you know, like the things that, like, you would hear, you know, from, like, the most, like, typical people Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, how to, you know, sort of practice gratitude. And um, from there, like, nowadays, like, in the morning when I sit down and I do it, I think about the day before and what had happened then and sort of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, go through. And, like, I mean, now I do, like, five to ten things just because I can't even stop. Yeah, But in the beginning, there are some days where I'll just do, like, three, and I'm like that, like, you know. But it's seriously – it transforms the way in which you know you just go about your day it's mm-hmm. it's like I can't even say enough words about yeah. it it's like it's incredible but so a lot of my listeners know that I like you know step processes yep. you know just all the steps and like keeping it easy for them so if we can just go through sort of how people and especially teens in general um could sort of implement this into their lives I mean I, we touched a little bit on it you know through your story but yep. Let's sort of, you know, go and create a little step-by-step process of it. Um, If you want to dive in, I'll, you know, catch on. Yeah, well, um, you know, I think think some of the – what I like to do is is, is you you buy some kind of a beautiful journal – I don't know if you also know that Miss uh, Miss Perch and Mr. Amato and I, other teachers here at the high school, started by uh, Mrs. Lieto, who also used to teach uh, in the alt school in English. She, they started a daily gratitude journal. So we'd pass around a marble notebook, and I would write in it, and then we'd pass it to Mr. Amato and then Mrs. Perch, and we each day pass it on to each other. So um, I think one of the simplest things is, you know, and it, again, I attribute all, all of this back to Carol Lieto, who used to teach here. Yeah. 
um, is buy a journal and it doesn't have to be some pretty journal this is just a marble notebook we mm -hmm. use I had bought journals for some of my colleagues when I ran a, a little workshop on yeah. finding happiness in the school day when you know the stresses of teaching and being oh yeah mom 100%. And all of that you yeah know, running around in these 40 minute periods where you're really just like you it's really only 25 minutes of teaching by the time you all yeah. settle in from yeah. the last period and going into the next mm -hmm. so I, I would say buying a journal that makes you happy to look at I have another one I use that uh, Tori Pagliaro gave me yes. that um, I use specifically for some stuff yoga-related for, yeah. for gratitude. So I think that might be a first step. Mm -hmm. And then and then um, setting aside, I think, a quiet space and a time that you can, as much as possible, yeah. keep a little routine, whether it's in the morning first thing or if mm -hmm. it's three things that you write down before you get in bed and it's on your nightstand. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that how you do it as well? That's that's yeah. how I work it. Yeah. So actually, in my the planner that I have, it has a whole section for, and then I also I do. I've mentioned this before, but I do um, my own sort of version of Rachel Hollis's Start Today Journal as well. Yeah. So I have two sort of you know areas where I do practice gratitude, and so when I in the morning I'll do it because it just it sets me up for the day, and so when I come back from the gym, I'll that's what I'll do. I'll mm -hmm. go through my Start Today Journal and I'll do that. I'll do the five there. And then I'll go through uh, my planner and I'll do the five there. And so that's how I started to do it. And I love my planner because um, it has, you know, what am I grateful for? And then right next to it has what am I excited about today? Oh, so I it love goes that. from, so because I, for my gratitude now, I reflect on my, you know, the day before. Yes, so I have, so it's the past. So what's the good about yesterday? And what am I excited about for today? Yes. I love having them right next to each other. It just, yes. for me, it's, it's wonderful. And then I, you know, I'll go over the next section and just plan out my day. But like those two right next to each other, it's just like, it's beautiful. And it's like, all right, so let me carry the things, the good things from yesterday, right? And mm -hmm. let me carry th that, you know, that energy into some sort of the thing, the good things that will happen today. I love right? that. Right? And it just, I, I don't know. I love it a lot. Um, I but, think that sets off, starts off the day too with even if you know it's a busy day, well, I'm going to, you know, have a quick five-minute conversation with so-and-so today. Yes. And it gives you things to look forward yeah. to and shift the way totally. your perspective on even a busy, carried day is. Yeah. So yeah. I love and that. And especially like with teaching, it's like if you're, like say one day, like you're teaching something that you like, you, you love so much, like, oh, like that period, like I'm teaching that. And then, yeah. you know, then you're so excited throughout the entire day even because you're like oh I'm looking forward to this you know and sometimes you don't even think about that at first but when this is a great reminder to sort of have that in there mm -hmm. but yeah but when I started I would do it right at night like before I went to bed because yep. it was a nice like just you know I would journal like pages and pages of whatever and yeah. then I would do this and then I would go to sleep and it'd be so nice just you know to clear your head too so you can yes. sleep soundly and take stock in what was great and what you know and yeah. what you needed to get out if you're doing just a regular or a diary journal thing yes. at the night of things that you might still have some issues where you want to put them to rest before yeah. you try to literally rest yeah. so yeah yeah that's a good way to do it yeah all right so a little tough question but I know a bunch of people like they've always been saying like oh I want to do it but I don't really have like the time to mm -hmm. so what's like one tip you would say for people who don't really like or they say they don't have the time to do it that's a great um great question because I think even when thinking about when I was going to maybe start this quick five minute meditation and I was like, uh, when am I going to do it? And, and how can I make time for this? And, uh, you know, I'm, my commute's long. And yeah. I, so I think there are two things that you, you've got to think about. To make it doable, you could honestly do it whenever. You could do it by talking into your cell phone with Siri on the, after something amazing just happened. Yeah. I, I am a fan of, I text myself. So even just <laughs> yeah. instead of adding things into notes, I'll say, Siri, text me. And then it directly sends to me so I can write it down later. 
a quick thought of mine, even if I'm on the go or in the car or on the totally. bus or on a commute. Yeah, that's, say, I've never heard that before. That's amazing. Yes, I love I, that. I mean, it's just a quick on-the-go way, and I still like the habit of actually handwriting it. There's something about a tangible pen on a page noting what oh, you're grateful. Oh, 100%. So this doesn't ser- serve as my only journal, but it's a reminder yeah, to a write reminder, it in later. Because yeah. sometimes there's these quick little moments of, oh, my God, that was so great, but I might forget it by this evening when yes, I do my gratitude yes. journal. So that's one quick thing I'd say. Even with, like, meditating, people say, I don't have five minutes to meditate. I'm like, you could w- meditate while you're walking. If you take a quick yeah. five-minute walk outside. Yeah. It's meditative to just spend a minute looking at that tree or up at the clouds and seeing totally. a shape in the clouds like you totally. did when you were little. So yeah. it can be on the go. I do think there is a benefit to setting aside, even if it's just three to four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it did mean setting my alarm a little earlier. And yeah. I do love my sleep, but yeah. I became more of a shower at night person and I'm going to just have my hair mostly done. I just can, mm-hmm. you know, whip a wand around it and fix it. Yeah. And I. And there's such a piece to, especially in a busy household, if you have siblings, if you're mm-hmm. a teenager or parents are getting up early, even just to have that five minutes alone mm-hmm. where you have your coffee or your tea or yeah. just look outside at the moon and yeah. the sun rising and then write in it then. Yeah. Um, and then there's also comfort to doing it at night. So even if you don't think you have the time in the morning because it's too fast paced of a life, have it on your nightstand by yeah. your bed with the pretty cover that reminds you with the pen stuck right in yes. there. Yes. And you just write down two things. Exactly. So it's a nice way to do it. Um, and then, as I said, the other thing I do with my family is we keep one right on our dining mm-hmm. room table, and that's, we'll pass that's it. That's beautiful. So. I love that. I think hopefully it's it's building in them, and you probably know yeah. the transformative community power of it. When you start feeling positive and grateful, there's an energy that spreads from you, and then mm-hmm. from you to another person, and then by yes. the time you know that energy is spread, you have affected multiple yeah, people. Yeah, it comes right back to you, it too. It does. It's it incredible. Does. So there's a power in, in doing it, I think, with my colleagues here, with Mrs. Perch and Mr. Amato, and getting to see the cute things they're grateful for, because yeah. that, that gives me a sense of 100%. celebrating their lives, yes, too. Yes, you know, like, exactly, oh my God, she exactly. had a hug with little John this morning. Yeah. And took the, it just makes me happy yeah. to see other people happy. So yeah. it really is contagious in multiple yeah. ways, just like a disease. It's, in a good, it's a good disease yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. contagious. Oh, totally, totally. And it's so funny, because like, a bunch of people who I talk to, they're like, Sam, like, how do you do it all? Like, you go to the gym, like, you do yoga, whatever. And I'm like, well, for me, like, I'm a morning person, so I'm up at 3.30 every yes. morning. Like, it's no issue for me. But a bunch of people are like, Sam, like, I just could never do that ever. And I'm like, well, you know, you could always, like, just get up at 6 and not 6.30. You right. know, you could always just get up at whatever. Like, you know, or, you know, just, like, do it literally right before you go to bed. Like, mm-hmm. once you hop into bed, let them do it and then go to bed yeah. and that's fine, you yeah. know. But it's like... It's for me, I think it's like because people look at like how when I get up and what you know, my yeah. sort of my routine, it's like so Jurassic and people are like not used to it. But they, it's really just like taking those baby steps. And, absolutely. You know, sort it doesn't of like, have to be a drastic emulation of I need to do it exactly yeah. that same, yeah. same way. You have to find a way that that works for you in your life and your schedule and, and any little reminders of, of the, you know, really we have our health, we have a functioning beautiful body that leads us through this world we have family that loves us we have food I mean you look at that and we have more than what 90% of people the people on this globe have so the littlest things it doesn't have to be something it could be someone letting you into traffic with a kind wave in the morning Um, just as a reminder you know little reminders of yeah. how wonderful it is to be yeah. alive and it can honestly even be like on a post-it note like if it you could. like if you've gone into school and you like you just you know like number it one two three four five and then just write it on there like that's yeah. that's a that's a start you know as, as long yeah. as you're starting it and like doing it like that's fine like obviously the more like you know the more like i guess cute way of doing it would be you know nice to up like if you start it then you can 
escalate towards there. Absolutely. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Um, last but not least, uh, based off of the title of this podcast, and this is the question that I ask all my guests, what is one tip that you would give dreamers based off of how you have fashioned your passion, passions plural, whatever you want to go into? You know, when I struggle with it, I, I look to I look to the masters. I look mm-hmm. to people who've kind of been pondering this question before. Mm-hmm. So um, that doesn't mean reading some six hundred page book. What I found that has been so helpful and enlightening for me, and kind of finding this path to the yoga stuff, and then maybe implementing it here at the school, and um, some of these dream projects of things that fill me up on that I had put aside a little while I was in the you know the baby years of mm-hmm. raising all the kids is uh, even even podcasts like this. I, I every morning pretty much listen to either Super Soul Sunday or yes. there's a new one called, that's Oprah, um, Meaning, Meaningful Conversations by with Maria Shriver, mm-hmm. um, Gabby Bernstein, mm-hmm. you know, listening. And sometimes that's the universe's way of telling you, oh, my God, that little seed of that hope of some little dream you thought about but yeah. had thought it's too crazy and too far out there. You'll hear it on the podcast yes, or something you're reading yes, and it falls exactly. in your lap or a book falls on the floor. Oh my god! Those coincidences are really not coincidences. It's, it's everything conspiring to kind of say, go for that passion. Yes. So being willing to listen to the little signs out there, listening to podcasts and people who've been pondering the same questions, mm-hmm. doing some reading, finding some TED Talks online. Yeah. Um, and really, for me, I think that five minutes of quiet time in the morning where I just breathe and I write in a journal with a fresh, clean slate when you are still and you're away from technology or you're out on a walk, I, that's when I find my best thoughts come yes. to me. When I feel inspired yes. about something creative inside of me or oh, I have an idea for a little children's book I want to write with my daughter Lily. Is yeah. maybe, you know, those are moments of silence where everything else, all the clutter and static is wiped yes. out and you have the chance to hear what those little whispering buds of your beautiful inner soul are saying, go for it. Mm-hmm. do it this is your passion mm-hmm. so that those would be my little tips and tidbits perfect and that is things perfect. that have helped me yeah yeah thank you oh my goodness miss fire <laughs> this is honestly like i was not expecting this at all like my life has literally been like just it's it's i have a new life now i feel like all like, right everybody is... i paid sammy fifty dollars to say that <laughs> But I always feel like we had such a good connection anyway with yes. the, the same like-minded yes. thoughts on inspiring people. And it's so people. funny to me that, like, I never had you as an actual teacher. And, like, I still, like, to this day, I'm like, wow. Like, you know, who knew? I know. It's incredible. So, it's I incredible. feel lucky that I saw you in the hallway sitting out of the English department. Oh and you goodness. made cookies and stuff for the holidays. Yes. And you have just an outgoing personality that I think inspires. And, and I Thank try you. to emulate that, too. So, you know, following the, the role models of people who inspire you. And it, there's enough love and good stuff happening for everybody. It shouldn't totally. be a competitive. I think totally. girls, we tend to sometimes be competitive with one another. Yes, yes. The more I celebrate you, the more I'm filled up too. You so, you yeah, know, yeah, the exactly. love with each other. And exactly. It's a good thing. Yes. So. Well, thank you so, 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 so much. <laughs> thank you for, for doing this. Me. I appreciate it immensely. Like, it's just, it's amazing. I love the podcast. I can't wait to hear more and all the people thank you've interviewed you. so far. So thank you. It's been my pleasure. So for all my listeners, if you want any more tips on gratitude or anything else besides that, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Spiritual Jew and at Fashion Your Passion Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to the 23rd episode of the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I have. I know I've played this episode over and over again for myself. If you learned anything from this episode, be sure to screenshot you listening to it. 
post on your Instagram story and tag me at Fashion Your Passion Podcast, letting me know what you have learned. As well, don't forget, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on, go go down, subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and write a review because I love to read all of them and it helps me spread this show out to all the teens who need to hear it. 